It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. All right, everyone. It is another uh, podcast. Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London. Um, this is our week six preview, Ryan. It is week six. Week six already. It is the first game uh, of London. We've got the London game in town. Excellent. As yes. the And uh, the forecast calls for horrible rain. Uh, it is uh, the Seahawks uh, and the Raiders playing at Wembley Stadium this week. Uh, a lot of people in town. Very exciting. Uh, lots of lots of lots of energy going on Twitter with everyone talking about the game. Yeah, and Kanye West. Uh, but than that, yeah. but uh, yes, I'm very excited. Week six is the week where you're just like, ah, oh, the season's over. Well, it's for just, a lot of teams, a lot of teams. This I'm, is it. We're very yeah. like, look at we had last night. We had last night. Yeah, with the Giants. that was a hell of a game. We were now what? One in five. One in five. One in five. Yeah, it's over. It's and over. And I mean, you look at what's going on with the New York Giants. I mean, you know, people were booing Eli Manning. Saquon Barkley. I mean, some of the moves he made last yeah, night. Yeah, he's he's you know he's insane. worth every penny they did. But it's really funny because everyone was saying um, last year like, oh, they should have taken a quarterback because they're never going to be this high again. Yeah, they might actually be higher. They might yeah. actually be the number one pick this yeah, they year. Could. So they could get. They could get the. It, it actually might end up working out for the Giants. It's just going to cause you uh, just another year of pain. But well, yeah, and the, the Eli pain. I mean. The one thing that did worry about Barkley... Eli's done. He's got to yeah, be done. He was... His no vision, I mean, he was just, just harassed. He's got to retire. I don't think any other team's going to want to pick him up. Like, I, don't, I don't even think Papa John's will work with him. <laughs> um, even Peyton will just yeah. be like, listen, bro. Yeah, he's, he's half-brother. He's my half-brother. He's yeah. um, I was worried about Barkley, though. A few of those moves where he's hurtling and jumping over... Really good stuff, you know, when you're in college, but in, you know, you pop out your hip or something like that, you Bo Jackson yourself yeah. very quickly in one of those moments. Especially, you're only on a rookie contract. You gotta yeah. wait till you get that big money. Exactly. So we're gonna go through some of the games. We're gonna talk about a lot of the things. Uh, we also have some very exciting things. Uh, just mentioned DraftKings, everyone. We've got a DraftKings contest going this weekend. Uh, the first prize, two tickets to the Ooh. Titans and Chargers. It's free, it's UK only. Uh, we've only got 26 entrants at this point. And it goes up to, we'll have up to What's 200. What's that, 5% chance? Yeah. 4% 4 chance? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so, yeah, 1 in 25. Not bad. Um, so that's it so far. Um, but the very exciting contest. And uh, and we'll have more contests going with DraftKings going on further. So let's go into some of our games. Um, I mean, yeah, I could talk about the obvious one. We well, we might, might as well. Why don't we start with let's the team? Let's just start with my Bears. We don't let's always have to Bears. save so them. The Bears are uh, playing Miami. Now, the Bears have only lost one game. That was by one point. Yep. So the Bears, uh, the three and one Bears, who are very well rested. You have Miami, who's three and two, deceivingly three and two, um, who blew a seventeen point lead last week. Um, you know, if since if they if Miami thought Cincinnati's defense was tough last yeah. week, <laughs> wait, wait till the Bears. Especially because Tannehill got pulled, I think, last week. In the yeah. last couple weeks, he's just been horrific. So, will the real interesting will Khalil Mack keep his strip sack streak going? Which he well, must like, have the it's record. Nick, it's Knicks. It's it's yeah. What is I mean, it four? He's yeah. done it four weeks in a row. And I guess to me, the real uh, interesting thing is Trubisky coming off that big week, mm -hmm. uh, the week before. Does he have a letdown game? Because I have Drew Brees on bye in fantasy, so I actually picked up. Trubisky in okay. one of my leagues. So I'm a little worried. He's on the road uh, against Miami, so it, it could be a comeback down-to-earth game. Uh, the real interesting thing I noticed with Chicago is Jordan Howard's getting kind of less touches now than Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Tariq Cohen is now becoming the number one running back, which... They were really nice complement of each other, but I guess there's even talk of Jordan Howard getting traded. So, but is I don't even I don't think Tariq Cohen's good enough to be no I don't number think one. I, I don't think I think it's good to have to, to split. He's the like workload. the Camara. Yeah, to, you to split the, the workload of both those guys. I mean, the only the only negative thing I will say about this, I mean, you've got Bears are three and a half points favorites. Um, you know, it is going to be like 
you know, 28 degrees or something like that in Miami, and they were wearing dark uniforms, which could be something. Um, but I, you know, the Bears are just, I, I just can't see Miami yeah, doing Yeah, well, I guess here. when you have the extra week to prepare for the Dolphins, you know, there's really no excuse yeah. to lose these games, especially when you're playing a team that's inferior, especially when there's this opportunity in that division to go up two games because everyone's got that tie, and yeah. you've got that really nice sweet spot. So these are the Bears. These are the games you have to win. Yeah. Because all your games against, you know, Minnesota, Chicago, or sorry, Green Bay and Detroit are going to be really tough games, and a lot of them are going to be split. So sure. these are the games that, in the end, where you look back, you're like, how do we not beat Miami? Yeah. So I, I think I look forward to this game. I think the Bears are going to do it because I am an AFC East hater good. of all of them. So I don't think Miami's that good. I think Tannehill's in trouble against this this defense. Uh, again, Drake is not doing anything. No. And if you're going to depend on a 36-year-old Frank Gore to um, to beat the Bears' D, I just don't see that happening. Uh, I see the Bears covering this. Yeah. I could see it being a bit close, but I'm going to say, should I go with my, my magic go, number, 27? Yeah. Uh, I am going to go with my magic number. I'm going to say it's going to be 27-10. Uh, 27-10. Ryan always using his magic number my up magic 27, number. Yeah. hearkening back probably to his favorite age of his life. Uh, yeah, I think Trey Burton Maybe. is going to be used a lot in this. I, I think they, you know if you're looking for a DraftKings or any fantasy uh, tight end, because Miami's trouble really covering the tight end spot, they're not going to be able to block. I mean, they've got no blockages. I mean, they're going to have to basically clean up the drain. Miami can't block anything. Nope. So the Bears' defense is going to be all over them. Um, you know, Cincinnati was lucky last week. They dropped two picks that they should have had. The Bears will not drop two picks. We will take those balls and run them back to the house. I have this one. Miami getting some points, but I have it as a 31-20 to 20 victory for the Bears. Uh, Miami will find some plucky little crappy holes. Just, you know, because that's... Garbage what, touchdowns, this is, maybe. You know, it's, it's, you know, one of our old coaches, so... Um, he's going to find some holes in us, but uh, very, very easily win on this one. And we will be watching this game in North London in Crouch End um, at the Princess Alexandra Pub uh, in Crouch End, 120 Park Road. Make sure you come up and see it there. Okay, another battle uh, of the NFC South. This one, one team that is going really in the wrong direction. Uh, Atlanta, who is hosting the Super Bowl this year, will definitely not be in it. Um, well, yeah, probably, <laughs> but again, one in four... They, there is a way to come back from 1-4, yes. but again, you're in the NFC, so if you were in the AFC and you were 1-4, I'd be like, you know, there's still a chance. You Not with get their defense, that six. unless, yeah, unless exactly. the, the way their defense is playing. I mean, this if you look at this line now, Lou, the, the over the over take game, the over 57, 57 points, because both of these teams are very weak in the secondary. Tampa Bay is weak in the secondary as well. I mean, you look at... Um, and this is a torch. Yeah. I think it's a sneaky game in uh, DraftKings because I'm going to take a little Jameis Winston uh, yeah. for this. I think coming off the they're coming off the bye, right? Yes. Yeah. So Tampa is coming off the bye. Uh, Jameis Winston needs a big game to kind of solidify himself as that starting quarterback. Yeah. And what better team to go up against than the Atlanta Falcons with no safeties, yeah. no secondary? So I actually see a big game for Jameis Winston. But I think Atlanta just because they're one in four because the season's on the line. Um, and they're I, home, yeah. Yeah, and they're at home. I just see, don't see them losing this one. I think they're finally going to put the pieces together. But I think it's absolutely going to be a shootout. And mm. I think it's going to be like 38-30 to 30 okay. for, for the uh, Falcons. For the Falcons. Well, I'm pretty close to you on that. I've got 36-30 to 30 for the Bucs. Oh, uh, only because they've had that, that week off. I mean, you look at it. Tampa Bay is going to look at what Mitchell Trubisky did to them when he just torched them. Yeah. Just absolutely annihilated their secondary. And that's what Matt Ryan is going to do. Um, 
You know, Tampa Bay is going to run this ball. They're going to use Peyton Barber a lot, I think, in this game. I don't have a lot of faith in Peyton Barber. I, I think don't have you're going to see either. him losing his job, just like Fitzpatrick, about halfway through the season. Well, because they, he's, he's an old running back who's not really done much. And to be honest with you, the last couple of games he's been. He's, he's hardly been, done anything. But this is a team in Atlanta that lets up, a lot of, yeah. lets up a lot of yards in the run. They've got no way to stop it. Um, you know, it, it, I just see that this is going to be, again, this will be a really high-scoring game. This will be a game you pretty, pretty much just watch on red zone. Because you're yeah. going to be like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. You're just, you're just going to catch the highlights on this one. But I do have Tampa Bay outlasting on the, really? this one. Oh. Only because, you know, that bye week. And I think Atlanta is just tired. They're looking for their bye week to happen. So yeah. um, they're going to be so tired. And I have uh, Atlanta winning, their, or sorry, Tampa Bay winning this one. Okay, another high-scoring game, a 52.5 point over-under. Yeah, it's um, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. We've all been waiting for this AFC North matchup. Pittsburgh, 2-2-1. Two, two Cincinnati, 4-1. Uh, Cincinnati favored by two points. Pittsburgh, what's going on with your defense? And is this the, is this the week Joe Mixon finally blows up and destroys Pittsburgh? Yes, I can see that. That is a big uh, Joe Mixon. He's still coming off the knee injury. I think mm-hmm. he came out last week. Didn't have a great game, but again, another week, uh, another bit healthier. So I do see that. Um, ooh, this is a really tough game because Pittsburgh did come off a big win yes. last week. Um, may Is it now like TJ Watt? Like they had a bit, bit better defensively. TJ yeah. Watt's been great. Him yes. and his brother are his tied yeah. for the sack leaders uh, in the NFL, which is great. Um, Cincinnati's at home, which is big. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, even though I do like Cincinnati and they are my, they are my dark horse in, in yeah. the AFC, I think just Pittsburgh just takes this one. But very, very... Close game. Okay. Very, very close game. Maybe even a last-second field goal. Right. I just think right now uh, Pittsburgh just really needs this. I think because they're down a bit in the division, especially with Baltimore having lost last week. And then if Cincinnati goes to 5-1 and one, and then they're what? What will their record they be? like? 2-3-1. 2-3-1. That's a little bit of an uphill. Just, and then yeah. they're still going to have to play Baltimore. They're still going to have to play yeah. Cleveland, which is... And big. is Le'Veon coming back? And Le'Veon Bell's not coming back to what? Week 9? Or yeah. Week 8, Week 9? Yeah. So I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to say uh, Pittsburgh wins this 31-28. Uh, to 31-28. Very close. I've got uh, We're very close in our scores in this one. I still have it the other way. I think Cincinnati, it's a bridge too far. Ben, um, his offensive line is not going to be there to protect him well enough. Um, that Cincinnati defense is going to be fast using Mixon, and I think Tyler Boyd will be used quite a bit as well in this one because AJ is going to be battling well, off Joe Hayden. Uh, who, but AJ has been unstoppable this he year. He has been so unstoppable. It's been good to but see. Joe Hayden, you know, he stopped he stopped Antonio Brown last week, so you know that, that's going to be a key matchup. But that leaves Boyd only open. So I really like this one. I've got Cincinnati thirty three, Pittsburgh twenty eight. Uh, here's a, a game that I think is going to be very interesting because it's out of pick right now. Uh, Chargers. It's a pick Yes, right now it's a pick Really? Um, wow. So, okay, I like that game. So it's sort of, we're looking at this one right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield uh, is probably the best of the rookie quarterbacks so far this season. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, Darnold's been good. I think Baker's just been the most Darnold's, fun to watch. He's yeah. been the most consistent. Um, uh, he's putting up 300-yard games every week. And one of the things is Cleveland uh, undefeated at home yeah. so far this season, which, again... It's only week six. Like they've only played like two two home games. So this is their third. Um, I actually think it's a real surprise like that there's a pick em. That just shows you how far Cleveland's come in one yeah. year to to be up against the 
the sweethearts of uh, pundits for yeah. the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl, and now it's a pick 'em. Yeah, uh, which I really like that. I think I think Cleveland's gonna come back a bit down to earth this week. Uh, sure. I think the Chargers. I still think Joey Bosa's out. Uh, which mm-hmm. again, once he comes back, we're gonna maybe see a new Chargers defense. Uh, but right now they got Derwin James, who's just been awesome, and then you have on the other side you got Denzel Ward, who's yeah. just been wicked this year for Cleveland. So I'm really, I think it's gonna be a really fun game. But I'm gonna go with the better quarterback. I think okay. with this game, I think that's when you have these types of games that are pick them. You just usually go with the better quarterback. And again, I say go with the better defense, but I think yeah. they're pretty similar pretty defenses. Not, yeah, Cleveland pretty, might be a little bit better. I think potentially, yeah. But Cleveland had that game with gave up yeah. forty to the Raiders, so the no. Chargers haven't. But then the Chargers haven't been as good as everyone well, said. They, they the give a lot of points to the the Forty Nine ers So, but I think Philip Rivers has just been playing like Philip Rivers does uh, all year. Uh, so I think the Chargers are going to pull this out. But I think Baker Mayfield is going to have a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. But I'm going to say uh, Chargers uh, 30 to 24. 30 to 24. Yeah, this is going to be a close game. I think, um, you know, depending on the weather, which will probably be shit in Cleveland. Um, but this is going to be a back and forth battle. I think uh, Melvin Gordon is going to have one hell of a game. Uh, but the L.A. defense should be able to contain Landry. I'm, I think they should be able to. But I have Cleveland winning what? this one. I have this is a very tight win. 20 to 19. They're at home. Believe um, land. And Believe so I, I have uh, LA seems to shoot itself in the foot. This was a one-point pick at one point for the Chargers. It's dropped to a pick them. Um, so obviously I think a lot of people are watching and going, Cleveland at home. This could be tight. I have it a one-point game. Um, but this will be an exciting but one to I watch. think it's one of those games, too. It's like Chargers, basically, people... These are the games that the Chargers lose when you're like, what yeah. the hell are you doing? Chargers yeah, exactly. Chargers going to charge her, basically, is what and they also, say. And you, you also, the other thing to look at is LA's coming to London next week. So are they thinking ahead of that? Are they planning their schedule? Are they not even looking at the Cleveland? I don't game? think so. I, I don't think... I think if it was last year, yes. Uh, I don't think anyone's really looking past Cleveland anymore no. just because of that defense and because of Miles Garrett and and now Baker Mayfield. So I think that is a good thing for Cleveland and a bad thing for Cleveland yeah. now because nobody's looking past them so yeah. they're not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. But I think I think you're right. I think it's going to be I think it can be a close game but I just go Rivers is just going to it's just been unstoppable this year yeah. pretty much. So I just want to see more from that San Diego defense is or sorry San God, keep calling them San, San Diego. Diego yeah, I don't think I'll ever it's, it's like, hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard like to get rid I, of it. It's part of San Diego. It's like in yeah. Toronto. I can't not call it the Sky Dome. Exactly. Like it's always going to be well, the Sky Dome. Well, whenever all the Canadians you can call it the Rogers, Rogers Center. Rogers. There's Rogers everything. It's Sky Dome. Monopoly. Rogers weed coming out when they legalize marijuana next week. Hey, there we go. Hey, hey let's go back to Canada. All right. Let's speaking of a team close to Canada, Ryan, it's your team. And close to my heart. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo uh, Bills. Ten point underdogs to Houston. How the hell does ten? I just don't understand this line. Ten well, points. I think they've been 10 point underdogs every single game this year but 10 uh, I, 10's, I think except 10, last week last yeah, week they 10 were. is a huge especially yeah especially with the way this houston team is playing and deshaun watson didn't even practice his yeah he, chest he, injury so you're gonna put brandon whedon in there yeah gotta please do uh, i think if they do then you take buffalo but i think they're doing it for a couple reasons i think uh the bills offensive line is gonna have their work cut out for them trying to stop Clowney and watt coming yeah. from both sides uh i think this could be a very ugly josh allen game uh so the main thing they got to do buffalo is they got to get Lashawn mccoy going early mm-hmm. and they got to use him they got to be a bit better with their pass plays maybe some screens let's get josh allen some early completions to get his confidence up yeah. because we saw in the green bay game if he starts off throwing in completions all over the field this game's going to be over very fast yeah. um 
I think you have Tredavious White's a great corner. He's becoming like a shutdown corner. So I think he's going to stop, uh, do a really good job at stopping um, DeAndre Hopkins, which means Will Fuller could have a big game. Yeah, I could. could see him having a big game. To, again, I have no faith in uh, the, the rushing game. I think Buffalo has the most underrated defense in the league, top 10 defense. So I think they're going to give... They're going to give uh, uh, Watson problems, especially since he is getting punished out there. Like, yeah. Josh Allen's been sacked the most in the league, I think at 19 times. Yeah. And I think Watson's probably second. But if he keeps going to those sideline runs, which he's going to literally be, his career's going to be over. Yeah, he'll be wearing a Gatorade uh, box for a little bit. Yeah. He, it's going to happen. He's going to get shoved into a table, one of those weird injuries, or you just slip. Because that field and those areas off the sidelines are obviously very slick sometimes, and, and players can fall and hurt themselves. Um, yeah, yeah. I, again, this you, you mentioned it. The defense is going to give Josh Allen I a world of hurt. Don't see this being and the a Buffalo lot, offensive like, line is just it's it's, it's not just, as it's been all right. It's like blue the, cheese week. That's, but the problem is it's not a hundred percent on the line. Like Josh Allen's been holding the ball way too long, mm-hmm. and he's getting a lot of these sacks on, are being his fault. So I think he's just got to get that ball out faster. That's why I do some screens. Use usually Sean McCoy in the passing game, and the Bills are gonna get pressure on Deshaun Watson. So I actually see this as a real low scoring game. I think it's gonna be like I say. They are going to cover the spread. I think Buffalo yeah, okay. will lose by 10. I'm going to say it's going to be a Houston 17 to 6. 17 to 6. I just six. have no faith in until like Josh Allen on the road in yeah. Houston. It's not going to be easy, and especially with Clowney and Watt coming at him. I just think he's going to be a deer in the headlights. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I always hope I'm wrong, but this year I'm, I'm a realist. I, I did pick him last week to win, yeah. but I'm not going to say two wins in a row, especially on the road. It's tough for a young quarterback on the road, so... Um, good luck, Josh Allen. Yeah. I will be watching and cheering you on. But. I, I know you will. We will be watching the Princess Alexander pub in Crouch End. Um, yeah, I have this is a tight game. I think the only reason Buffalo is going to get anywhere close to points is defensively. Uh, if they get a pick six or if they're just able to recover the ball, strip Which sack. They have had like, so many fumbles they've gotten. Yeah. The Bills have just been ball hawks. It's so been- I, that's the only way. I've got this as a Houston win. I don't, I don't see them covering. I, I've got 20 to 17. I think it's way closer. I don't have this as a 10-point spread. Buffalo can get beat, but they'll just find some sloppy ways to get through, as Buffalo does. So, uh, yeah, I've got Houston winning, but not covering that spread. Uh, here's a game with another 10-point spread, one that would have been maybe an interesting matchup, but Minnesota is really not the darling that everyone thought it was. It's Arizona visiting Minnesota. Minnesota obviously coming off that loss uh, last week to Philadelphia. Um, you know, this is going to be a very interesting game because, you know, the Arizona won their first game. They are 10-point underdogs in this game. Um, yeah, as they should be. I think going into Minnesota is not an easy job. Like, Josh Allen did it a couple weeks ago, but that was – I felt just like an anomaly. That was just like a weird game. I don't I don't see Josh Rosen coming into to Minnesota mm-hmm. and and just, just putting a beat down on them. I think he's going to have his work cut out here. That's a tough place to play. Uh, Minnesota's defense has to start improving, but I just don't see anyone stopping Kirk Cousins, really. Like, yeah. And especially I don't see Arizona's defense doing it. Uh, he's been unstoppable. Adam Thielen has been amazing. Diggs has been amazing. Yeah. Uh, I want to see more from their running game, though, Minnesota. I think that's the one thing that's really been missing from their game. Yeah. And I want to see more from this defense. I want to see them get sacks and they're really missing Everson Griffin who's in I think like a mental hospital or something yeah. I don't know what so where he is or what his going on so yeah. I don't think we're going to see him this year which has been a, a huge no, loss it's been a to huge their thing defense for him, and obviously you know when you read about everything that's going on you, man, you just hope the guy gets help yes you know definitely. because you know there's a lot of stress and pressure that goes on those kind of things 
And uh, maybe. But I think it's going to be a tough game. I think Minnesota is going to do a good job. I think, especially they got to keep winning. Especially yeah. like in this division with the with the the Packers. Like these are the games again. Like I said before, these are the games you have to win. Yeah. And there should be no excuse to lose to jo- to lose to two rookies, the sh- rookie quarterbacks this year. I think they're going to take out what happened to Josh Allen on Josh Rosen. Yeah. They're okay. going to be like, we're not going to have another rookie come into our house and just and just wipe the floor with us. So I actually think Minnesota. I like. Minnesota to cover this. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, 30 to 30. No, I'm going to say 31 to 13. 31 13. Ooh. Yeah, it's this Adam Steelen is what I'll be calling because he just steals so many points and yards. He's got six straight. So he's going good. For it. The other thing is that you look at Arizona is horrible at stopping the run. Um, and if you look what Matt Breda did against them, um, I can only imagine what Dalvin Cook is going to have. Uh, he's going to have a field day. I like him in fantasy this week. He's pretty cheap on DraftKings. Uh, I think he'll be all over. Arizona is not going to be able to stop him. Um, so, yeah, I, I've got – but I have it closer than that. I think that Arizona – I think Minnesota's defensive woes, as you mentioned with Griffin, they haven't been able to gel together. They haven't. Rosen throws like he's in college. He doesn't always look. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he's he's that – Good. And um, he's he's so against his pass rush, which I think he's not a big guy, so no. he, they got to protect him, and he's got to get the ball out quick because a couple hits on Rosen, he could be out. Oh, he could be Rosen. So uh, I've actually have this one as Minnesota twenty four, Arizona seventeen. I don't really like. I think it's going to be kind of a boring game. I will flip it over on red zone. Okay, going to the next game. Uh, two teams, different directions. Indianapolis versus the New York Jets. Jets coming off for a big win last week. This game is a two and a half point spread, 45 points total. Um, yeah, Indianapolis, you know, they look pretty weak. You know, they got the 14 points against New England, but they're they're a bag of broken toys now. Yeah, they, they're really hurting, especially with T.Y. Hilton out. Um, they have absolutely no running game, uh, basically. Andrew Luck, especially with a bum shoulder, he can't be thrown it 60 times a no. game. Like, that is not a recipe for success. Like, they need to get that running game going. Hines has been all right, but he's catching the ball more than he's running it. They're just, even when I was watching that New England game, they just literally couldn't get more than, like, three yards running. No. It just became this, like, oh, slog. And then you have to put it in Andrew Luck's hands. He's got nobody except Eric Ebron, yeah. who's just come out of nowhere to be the tight end that he should have been in Detroit. So, which is good to see, because absolutely, right now, he's the only guy they can throw it to, other than they're throwing it to Grant. Who's, yeah. And it's like, if that's your best two weapons and you have no running game, it's going to be tough. And you have Darnold, who had a great game last week, three yeah. touchdowns. But again, I want to see it happen two weeks in a row. Sure. Because any any quarterback can have a good game and then come back next week and then you're you're pile of garbage basically yeah. and i think being at home is going to help them um they had his i think uh who was it who had uh Crowell, or one of them Crowell's kind of injured i think kind of one of them a bit injured, bit injured so but i don't think it's that big they're not going to do 200 yeah. yards again no like, without a doubt i think indianapolis d has been a bit better but oh this is a really tough one because again i'm going to go with my rule as i'm going to go with the better quarterback in this one okay uh i'm going to go with luck to win this i think it's going to be a really close game the two and a half is perfect i think it's going to be uh 20 to 17 20 to 17 for indianapolis Indianapolis. well see i i've got it as a higher scoring one only because i think that cruel and powell you know are going to get this running game indianapolis cannot stop that run um and Again, Indianapolis is no one to throw to. T.Y. Hilton might be back, but even if he is back, he's not going to be. He'll be a shell of his former 50-year-old yeah. self. Um, Luck doesn't have a lot of options. Um, you feel bad for the guy because it is. Because he's trying, a great quarterback. And you're, he's just trying to cobble and hobble together from the, this nothing. 
Um, they should have had more tools to play with. So I have this one as New York and back and forth, but coming back to win this near the end, I think Indianapolis will set up a bit of a lead with uh, New York just putting on the fire at the end. I have it 33-24 to 24 in Whoa. favor of the Jets. 33? I can't see the Jets put, being this oh, fun, powerhouse offense. Yeah, well, they've done it twice. They've had two games where they put up a lot of big points, and they do it against shitty defenses, and this will be the case. Okay, let's talk about the big game that is hitting London. A uh, game that we talked about earlier that we thought, you know, when it was first It could announced. be a good game. It could be a good game. Um, but, you know, the London games have always been up or down. Um, no, they've been down. They've been down. <laughs> they've been down. There's been, I think, one good game. It was the Bills-Jags game, which is a great game. Yeah. Uh, but pretty much everyone has been a real, either it's been a blowout yeah. or it's just been a really low-scoring defensive game. Like like that Giants game I went to, I think, last year. It was yeah. just terrible. It was like. It's, I mean, uh, it, we, we've heard it because we used to go to some of the training camps. You know, the players definitely do not like coming here. <laughs> but it's like, I can't imagine, like, it's that hard on them. Like, no, I know. Like, everyone's gone on vacation, right? Like, I don't come to, like, go on vacation somewhere, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, like, paralyzed in my bed. It's like, you guys have fucking all the vitamins in the world. You have the yeah. best medical staff. I'm sorry. I'm not going to feel sorry for your jet lag, John Gruden. Huh. And you got all these coaches who are just like, oh, it's not fair. What do I got to go to London? Well, it's, it's amazing like, that they say it in public, too, because you you see all these articles. You see the people, even when they're here. I think if you bitch about it, you should have to go next year again, just yeah. until you shut well, there up. Was, like, wasn't there a player? John that, Harbaugh was wasn't the there a same. player? It was like last year who who complained about he didn't want to come to London. They got traded, and then it was another team that was coming to London anyway. That would have been great if he had to go back to back. Oh my in god! London. He's just well, like, who was it? Wasn't there someone last year? I think there was. Actually. Yeah, there was someone. Someone who will find it out. Well, I mean, this game. Um, you know, obviously, it's it's weird because when you're a fan going to these games, it's not it's not like that. There's Oakland fans and Seattle fans that are dominating. You have fans from everywhere. So you'll have It's a hodgepodge. You'll have 10,000 German fans, which is amazing, you know, channeling and 49ers yeah. and Bears. It's and just people who want to get wasted too. Like I remember when me and uh, Simon went last year, literally this guy in front of us spent the 80% of the game just trying to hit on the girl next to him and we were just watching it. It's just he didn't watch one second of the game. He was just trying to fire on this girl and I'm like that's the problem partly with the NFL yeah. and I'm coming here. It's just like there's you don't get those fans like there's not like that section it's almost yeah. like you wish you could almost put them in sections like we'll put all the, fans and like yeah. all the all the seattle fans will be on one side all the raiders fans but again it's just uh it's almost like a, a parade of jerseys of sure, every yeah. other team of of who's got the stupidest jersey like yeah. punters from teams and so it just it doesn't have, unless only when the jags play do you feel like it's becoming more of a home team which is kind of cool yeah. so that is the one thing i'll say that they've done a really good job oh the jags yeah. On making the Jags London's team. They have. The, the NFL Jags, the Jags UK, all those uh, groups. I mean, they have, and they've really grown it. They've, they've really turned it into... And the Jags have embraced it, which yeah, I yeah. think yeah. is what's really important. And I think that's what these like these coaches, it's like, shut up. Like, embrace it. You get yeah. to, you're trying to promote the game overseas. Like, this is a great opportunity. You get to go to London. You get to... Yeah. Stop, stop fucking America's greatest country in the world. Like, I yeah. don't want to ever leave this country. It's like, go get some culture. Go yeah, into no, London. I know. It's, it's difficult. I mean, obviously, because the game is at 6 o'clock, you had 
God, the Seahawks only came in yesterday. I think the Raiders arrived well, today. Well, again, that's your problem. Yeah. Come in three days early. Don't exactly. be a jackass and come in a day before. Some teams would come in on a Monday. The Patriots, See, I remember, came in on that's a Friday. Just, to me, that is just ridiculous. You should be here literally Tuesday. Yeah. Like, after that. Like, and you come home, and then you sit here for five days, and you get acclimatized to, to, the, to everything, to the time. So you're not jet-lagged. So, so John Gruden doesn't get vertigo like he yeah. says he's going to get the big baby. It's like $100 million should get you some vertigo medicine. Yeah, exactly. They should be able to take It's a like he's and... already setting up his excuse for him. Yeah. I can't wait to do I hope he's like sitting on a chair on the <laughs> sidelines, just like in a rocking chair, just doing his playbook. Doing, because, some, doing some knitting while he's doing Yeah, it. every time he so, stands, he just falls down. Break down this game. How do you see it going for the, the Raiders? Ooh, this is a tough themselves? one because... Oh, Seattle's uh, Seattle did play the Rams really well last week. I think that was a big, important game because it showed that the Rams aren't these juggernauts that are just going to walk over every team. So that was nice to see from a competitive yeah. standpoint. Uh, the Raiders, again, they got whooped last week. They just feel like I just see no offense. Uh, again, Marshawn Lynch, they're at the one. They don't give it to Marshawn Lynch. Amari Cooper has just been unbelievably like the fourth overall yeah. pick two years his first two years thousand yards and what has happened to this guy what's huh. happened to Derek Carr this defense can't stop anybody and I'm just gonna go with Russell Wilson I think Russell Wilson's starting now to do what Russell Wilson does just yeah. put the team on his shoulder and they've actually started to get a bit of a running game you mm-hmm. know that's the difference what Seattle hasn't had the last yeah. couple years it's been all Russell Wilson so I think with the way Chris Carson's playing the way Russell Wilson's now playing I think Seattle's gonna take this but I think it will be a close game and again, because it, I'm not going to pick a lot of points because this is London and yeah. nobody shows up to put up a lot of points. So it's either going to be a massive blowout yeah. or a low-scoring close game. And yeah. I don't really – I'm going to go with the low-scoring close game and I'm going to go 24-20 uh, for, the, for the Seattle. All right. Well, very close score to mine. And we've literally picked the opposite in almost every single game Yeah, I know. Week. I do. I have. But uh, I also have a better record every week. No, that's true. Uh, but that's why it could be interesting to see what so happens. So my, my whole thing is, you know, when I looked at Oakland. Uh, they really stopped the run. You know, they let Mel- they, they kept Melvin Gordon to 58 yards. So I really don't see Seattle getting the running game going on this one. I think Melvin Gordon's never been that bell cow. But, again, yeah, he's got they, they, they to Oakland puts the pressure up front, which I think they'll doing. Um, you know, their secondary sucks, so there could be, but there's no deep options, really, for Seattle. You know, you're going to try to hit Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett. Yeah. I, I think it's a back and forth, and it'll be a low-scoring. I, I could see this being like a 3-3 game at half. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and if it wasn't for the booze, it's like, how do you sell this but sport it's also, with games you know, like that? You know, it, the difference is also, like, because the game next week is at 2.30 p.m., which is light. So this is at 6 o'clock in London. It'll be cold. It'll be rainy. It'll be dark. Yeah. And so I think for a lot of players, when you come here, the one thing that, you know, that we first... Oh, I, yeah. It'll be a night game. That's when kinda, I first, yeah, when I first moved here, the one thing that you don't notice and you don't get used to is the cold. I and mean, we're from Canada. It's a different cold. The cold here is a cold that comes off the ocean. And you feel it the first few times you're here. And it's hard to shake out of your bones. And it's supposed to be bad weather, isn't it? It's supposed to be bad weather coming in. I think it's supposed to rain. Um, you know, there's a part of a storm coming through. So it's going to be wet. It's going to be a, t- a tough thing. I just see this as a low-scoring game. I've got Oakland winning this by a point, 24-23. Um, yeah, 90% chance of rain yeah. on Sunday. So, so it's going to be wet and Literally cold. the whole entire game. And we've gone from being like 23 degrees in London yesterday to going down to about 12. So it'll probably be about 18. It'll be 16. It'll be 16. At so. game time. Ooh, at game time. Yeah. Well, that is the peak. So probably about 13, probably. Yeah, probably so. with a bit of rain. With that cold, that just uh, miserable yeah. soccer weather. And rain. It's, it's open, so a lot of people are going to get wet. So I have this as 24 23. 
All right, move on to the next game. This game will be interesting. Carolina versus Washington. Um, Again, surprised at this uh, line at a one-point yeah, favorite of one Washington. Point for Washington, especially over after they played last week and getting absolutely shellacked yeah, by uh, New Orleans. Getting absolutely blown up by New Orleans, um, and Carolina has allowed you know a lot of yards before um, you know 326 yards last week. You worry about their O line. How do you see this one going? I mean, it's in Washington. Yeah, see, that's that's the bit. I think Washington, because they had this uh, terrible game last week, and again, I think the important thing is that because the NFC East is so weak, um, I think this is an opportunity where you're at home. you got to win your home games. You know, you got to defend your dirt, yeah. as they say. Um, I think this is a, you're going to see a big game. McCaffrey's going to probably have a big game. I like mm-hmm. him this game. But I like Jordan Reed to have a good game with Washington. I think uh, yeah. they're going to use him a lot. They didn't really use him last week as much as they should. He's healthy for now until he gets hurt again. But I, I need to see more. Is Adrian Peterson going to play? He got kind of yeah. hurt his shoulder last week. Was it his shoulder? Yeah, I think he so, dislocated yeah. his shoulder yeah. or something. But they say he's going to play. Fine, yeah. But again, he's a 33-year-old running back yeah. who looks good at times. But again, oh, this is a really tough one because Carolina has been playing well. What's Carolina's record? Carolina is three and one. Three and one. So this is a big Versus game for them, especially yeah. in that division. Ooh, I think it's gonna be a really close game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go against my thoughts. Okay. I'm gonna go with Washington to win this one, just because they're at okay. home, and just because Philadelphia won last night. So it's yeah. like, okay, we can match them. We'll both be three sure, and okay. two. So we kind of need this one. What they're two and two, right? Yeah. yeah so two they'll and two. be three and two. I'm gonna go Washington, but a very close game. I'm gonna say it's gonna be I'm gonna go with my beauty score 27. 24, I'm going to wow. go for, for you're Washington. Pretty, you're getting pretty close to my oh, scores, wow, Ryan. Nice. Excellent. Uh, I have Washington winning, so you did, you did oh, make the right finally. decision in going with me. Uh, I think Washington, after that loss to New Orleans, um, I think they're really getting it together. I think Washington knows, and they sniff blood in the water in that division. I mean, obviously with Philadelphia being there, but you know they, can, they know they can trade punches um, with Philadelphia. Um, you know, Carolina does allow, did allow a lot of yards. So I, I just don't see them being able to stop the Washington momentum. Yep. I just say with Reed, I think AP, they'll moving that ball around. But I have Washington winning it 28-24. to 24. All right. Okay. We start getting into the night games. Uh, the 9 o'clock games. Again, if you guys want to watch these games, if you're going to Wembley, and if you're coming back from Wembley and you want to watch it, there are a lot of places shut down early. Now, there's two places that we know of that will be open at least till 1. Uh, the Albion, which is near Blackfriars and uh, Princess Alexandra in Crouch. And both of those will be serving uh, to at least, uh, I know the Albion, kitchen closes at 10, uh, they're serving until 12 o'clock, and uh, you have to leave after and the game. And you stumble home, get into your pajamas. Stumble home, but you're right near all the big train stations and, and night buses. And uh, get ready for the game of the year. Yes. Yeah. What we'll get uh, to soon. We will get to we'll soon. We'll get to that one soon. But this game is a pretty good game. The Rams, uh, who showed a bit of weakness last week, uh, at home to Denver, seven point favorites for the Rams, a total in this one. 52 points in the over-under. Um, the forecast for the weekend in this is minus two in snow. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's going to be interesting. Uh, this game, this game worried. Actually, I think the Rams are going to win this game. I'm not really concerned about that. I think everyone in Denver is concerned about that defense, what yeah. happened to it. Where is this great defense that we've seen? I think being at home, is Denver is a tough place to play in, yeah. but I think the Rams and Sean McVay just have so many weapons. And, and I'm not, Von Miller is just not the same. It's, it's weird because they got Bradley Chubb, and they thought having Bradley Chubb will just open it up for Von Miller yeah. to just wreak havoc. But the real problem with this team is, and no one's really that surprised, is Case Keenum. Yeah. I don't think Case Keenum's not showing much. I think he's only got a couple more games left, and they're just going to pull the plug. Once yeah. this season starts going downhill, like, what's their record? 
Uh, two and three. Uh, D- D- Denver. Denver two. two and three. Yeah, so two and four, especially you got the Chiefs five and zero. Oh. Yeah. Like, come on, you gotta win this game. This is a massive game. I don't see them doing it. I see Case Keenum having a tough time, and I don't I actually maybe even see him pulled. To be perfectly okay. honest, I think the Rams are just too good, and yeah. Denver's just free falling right now. Vance Joseph might not. He's not going to make it through the season. I think he might be him or Jason Garrett are going to be the first coaches fired. Yeah. I don't know which one. Um, I just he's never been that coach that really inspired confidence even last year every week he was changing quarterbacks yeah. and and it's so that's why they took case keenum because they're like we want to get some stability and it has been anything but stable he just throws for like 300 yards but no touchdowns yeah. and one pick and it's like yeah that's great you threw for 300 yards but i want to see some stuff in the end zone they again emmanuel sanders demetrius demaris thomas nice. Older receivers kind of getting near the end of their careers. They're not game changers. Yeah. They don't have that breakaway speed. And just Rams, too many weapons. You're not going to stop them all. Like, if you stop Gurley, they'll just kill you in the air. Uh, Cooper Cup and Cook should be back. They should be. Yeah. But Concussion. again, concussions, who knows? Yeah. So that could keep it, I think, a bit closer. And I think going into mile high is going to make it a bit harder. Yeah. I think that defense will play better, Denver, but you're going against. It's the wrong team to get your defense back yeah. on track. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams to take this uh, 30 to 20. 30 to 20. I have this as LA's first loss of the season. What? Uh, I, I'm, I'm struggling between it. I have it. I have it one point here or there. I think they could lose, but then I also went back to them, LA winning by one point, which I'm going to stick with. But I, I don't think this, it'll be, I think that they won't cover the spread. Okay, fine. So depending as, as we had talked about, so I've got an LA 20, Denver 27 in a nail biter. Um, only because, so Denver let up 300 yards last weekend to the Jets. Um, you think, imagine what Todd Gurley's going to no, do. No, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, exactly. But the fact is, if you do have cup and if you do have cooks that were did, did have concussions um, and you're playing in the snow, it's going to be very slick. Uh, you know, this L.A. team is not used to playing in snow. It's their that first snow game. Air, that thin hazy air. cloud of weed that just so covers the stadium. I, I can see Denver's defense able to, to step up a bit in this one. I think it's sort of going to be a low scoring, but I do have it. A back-and-forth game. L.A. may be winning by one point, but I, I could see Denver winning this game and beating L.A. for the first game of the season. Okay, this game, um, you know, uh, what can we say about Jacksonville and Dallas? Uh, two places you can get a girl pregnant. Look, uh, Jacksonville is uh, favored by three points in this one. Blake Bortles, the trash can, versus the other trash can in Dak Prescott. Yeah. Uh, it's a battle of the trash. Um, you know, Jacksonville is, is going to be fighting angry, I think. Um, Dallas, you've got no Sean Lee on defense. You know. But they never have Sean Lee on defense because yeah. he's always hurt. Uh, again, this is one of those games you're trying to get your, your offense back on track as if you're Dallas, and now you got to go up against Jacksonville. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make it that easy. I think Jacksonville is one of those teams right now, Fournette's out, so they just signed Jamal Charles. Yeah. So Fournette's, they're saying he's going to be out for a week till like week eight or nine, so that's great because I've had him on my fantasy for a solid week this year, yeah. which has been nice. Uh, he's been a massive disappointment. Again, Two years in a row, he's just been injured all the time. And this is becoming a pattern now. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing of, like, why you're not – maybe people are afraid to draft running backs so high because it's like, dude, if you're going to be out all the time – You're injured all the time. TJ exactly. Yeldon has been amazing at stepping yeah. up and playing well. But I think just Blake Bortles is going to have a tough time because that Dallas D is no joke. They're a really good D. I think being at home – is, is important to Dallas. I think Dallas really needs this win. So I'm going to go with Dallas for the upset on this okay. one. I think uh, I don't really ever choose Dallas because I don't like them. And I will not yeah. watch this game because I don't like either of these no. teams, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I think 
it, it's not like they have this receiver that Jalen Ramsey is going to shut because none of the receivers are that great to no, be honest exactly. with you. So I'm not too worried about whoever Jalen, whoever anyone's covering. But I think Zeke's going to have a good game. They got to use him more. And I just think Blake Bortles is going to have a tough time on the road in Dallas against that yeah. defense. Uh, so I'm going to go very low scoring game. I'm going to go uh, 17-14 for the Cowboys. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see that Jacksonville stuffing Elliott. Uh, I think it'll be a very difficult game for him, but I think Blake Bortles is going to come back angry. He's up and down. You don't know. One one minute he's a trash bag. The next minute he's a trash can. Yeah. So bag or can, I don't know. But Choose your poison. I have uh, I have uh, Jacksonville winning this one comfortably, 30-17. Uh, to 17. Uh, Dallas, I just don't think has any tools. There's nowhere to throw. You know, it's a big game for Dak if he puts up 200 yards passing. And it's not going to be a big game for him. I, I see him under a lot of pressure and getting smoked and maybe even dying. That's it, dying in this <laughs> the game. The first death, like Apollo Creed. Uh, here's there. a game, uh, a low-scoring game that Sky Sports has chosen to air as their 9 o'clock what? game. Really? Which this we game? Will, we won't be watching this one. Um, uh, Baltimore, Tennessee. Uh, How do you not choose Denver Rams? I uh, guess the Rams are last week. Rams are, I think, I think they probably, you know, in probably in all fairness, they want to spread it around, you know, just to make sure that you yeah, know, I guess fans here. Uh, and you know maybe because they're both they're both teams with winning records so too so you've got both uh, three and two uh, Baltimore versus three and two Tennessee um, so I mean this is to be an interesting game Mariota but I, I just I just see it as a low score game yeah I don't see this as an exciting game no. at all I think you got two pretty you got two good solid defenses like that are gonna but again you have uh, Flacco has been better this year he's actually had a pretty decent year yeah. um, he's got more weapons um, than Tennessee does Mariota is coming off an injury. They got no identity running the ball. Uh, they got no identity passing the ball. Corey Davis is going to have a tough time. And again, yeah, Baltimore, again, seeing that uh, with Cincinnati being ahead and then blowing it yeah. last week against Cleveland in that real stinker they put up. I think Baltimore is going to come back angry this game. Yeah. And uh, Baltimore isn't one of those teams that's going to probably lose this game two weeks in a row. I think they come back this week strong. I think they're going to win pretty easily, to be honest with you. I think yeah. it's going to be like 27 to 13. 27 to 13. Close to me and Ryan, I've got Baltimore winning this 20 to 13. Uh, Mariota will do his best at scrambling. Baltimore defense is going to come back, and uh, I think he'll be in a lot of trouble this week. Both It's going to be a defensive matchup between both of them. Um, I don't see a lot of running happening on either side of it. This is just going to be one of those battle of the kickers. Justin Tucker, uh, you know, put him in your fantasy because that's basically what he's going to do. It's going to be the Justin Tucker show. Uh, kick, 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 kick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's that's our that's the nine o'clock games, uh, and now we talk about the one thirty game. Now there will be nowhere in London open showing these ones. Nowhere that's worth going to. No. Um, but uh, the deal is, you've got Kansas City at New England. Uh, New England favored in this one by three and a half points, over under fifty nine and a half. I would have thought it would have been a pick 'em this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone's looking is is you know everyone's talking with this KCD, but you've got Tom Brady and you've got Josh Gordon and Gronk and Edelman White. Versus Mahomes, Kelce, Hunt. What is going to happen? Oof. Yeah, this is going to be a real fun game. Um, I think, again, I think just one of these is one of those games where everyone's anointing uh, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That, like, all oh, the Chiefs, they're going to go in. Because everyone, I think it's everyone just picks with their heart and they mm-hmm. want the Patriots to lose. So they see this Mahomes team and they see this dominant performance that he's doing every single week. And the Chiefs have owned New England over mm-hmm. the last couple of years. But... 
I'm going to go with Brady on this one. I think yeah. uh, I think just in prime time, especially after the whooping Casey laid on him a couple yeah. years ago in that week one opening game, I think they're just going to game plan for Mahomes. I think Mahomes is going to have his worst game of the season yeah. this year, even though last week he had a tough game. Uh, but I just think New England's just going to plan for him, and they're going to do what they can. Their defense has been playing better. Yeah. Um, Gronk just looks like he's walking out it there. Looks like he's he's hurt, like something yeah. doesn't feel right with Gronk. Uh, but James White's been a monster. Brady's He's been accurate. Like, all his interceptions he's getting are literally tip balls in the air. So they're not really on him. He's playing as good as he's ever looked. He's gotten, I think, Josh Gordon had a big game last week. So you're going to see him. They're going to go a bit deep with him and really test that Kansas City defense. So I'm going to go with the better defense to win this because I don't think – I don't think their uh, Kansas City offense is that much better than than Brady's. Yeah. I think Brady can stay, keep up with anybody in this league, and I just think uh, New England and being at home with that home crowd. By the way, two home primetime games in a row is bullshit. Yeah, New is. England. That is favoritism at oh, its at it its is. best. So uh, I'm going to go with New England to win this. I think it's going to be a definitely high scoring game. I'm going to go 33-30 for New England. 30. Yeah, I think this will be a uh, no one can touch Tom Brady. They. Um, he, he's going he's gonna to lead on this one, and there will be a lot of favoritism. Uh, you're right. There has been a lot of tip balls this season. So more many tipped interceptions. Almost all the interceptions. A lot, of, a lot of balls off the helmet. A lot of just weird tips that are, you know, even in Madden I dropped those suckers. <laughs> um, so, I, again, I think Josh Gordon, you're right. This, he's got, there's room in that backfield in Casey, and Brady will go deep on him. And I think you're going to find some passes where he's just smoking them for, like, yeah. a big run. Uh, White, they're going to use a lot. Edelman, and I think Gronk will actually have a good game this game. So I have uh, New England winning this one. I think it'll be a shootout. I got 38-35. Yep. Uh, barely nice. covering it. But this will be a great game. Uh, we'll be watching this one at my house. Or not covering it then. It not covering it. Not covering it. Not covering it. Yeah. Um, but I will adjust my line closer because I think it's going to be a very tight one. Yeah. I can uh, see that coming down to like two and a half. Maybe. Maybe that would be nice. If it goes down to two and a half, that's a much better bet. It is a much better one. But uh, it's a very tight one at three and a half. It was three yesterday. Okay. Let's talk about our Monday night game. Uh, this game... If you would have brought this game up 10 years ago. Or through four weeks ago when Jimmy G was uh, yeah. healthy, it would have been Two a much... weeks ago. Uh, but this one now, you've got the 2-2-1 two, two, um, Green Bay Packers hosting the 1-4 San Francisco 49ers. Aaron Rodgers, he's not healthy. No, nope. I mean, nope. he's even had a setback at practice this week. He's yeah. wearing a bigger brace. Again, this should be a game where they just rest them, but they're mm-hmm. not going to do it because apparently Aaron Rodgers runs the team yeah. and can do whatever he wants. Uh, I think I think San Francisco is actually going to keep this closer than than because I think uh, Kyle Shanahan's just a really good offensive coach, and he's going to be yeah. able to, to get this going. I think... F- uh, Favre, I was going to say Favre. Favre's playing, yeah. Uh, Rodgers is just not looking the same to me. Again, the running games looked okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the receivers are still injured. I actually think uh, San Fran's going to definitely, I think it's going to be something like, uh, I'm going to go with uh, 31 to 30. 31 to 30, very close one. I have the, the Green Bay Packers scoring 31 points as well, but I have San Fran only scoring 14. After that loss to Detroit last week, I think Green Bay is going to be asking themselves a lot of questions. The fans will be asking themselves a lot of questions. And being at home, which will probably be cold, Aaron Rodgers will take a few needles or whatever else they have to do to get him all healthy and happy. But um, he's I, put, he's he's risking it. This is just uh, gonna get, and then it's there's the potential that it happens, and then if it does, it's, Mike, it's, Mike McCarthy should be fired or whoever let whoever Aaron Rodgers play because this is crazy to me. I just and I also don't see. I mean, it's gonna be beat hard. Uh, I you know Matt Breda being out, I don't see them getting a running game going. San Fran, so I do see this as Green Bay, but I have Green Bay winning this one, thirty-one to fourteen. 
All right, those are our week six matchups, everybody. As I said, uh, check our website, nflinlondon.com, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and our Facebook page. We'll be letting you know all the action. Uh, next week, we'll be throwing some parties, including a boozy brunch at the Albion, a pre-party before the game, and a few other games as well. Um, that's it for week five, six, everybody. Six. Oh, my gosh. We will see you guys. Hopefully, we'll see you at uh, some of the venues that we're throwing parties at. And, and if not, we'll see you next week. And if you're week. going to the game, have fun. Yeah, and, and be safe and enjoy the game.